0: Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. I'm the host Travis. Oscar Mike Radio is
1: part of the Hubazo Network. You can find out more on hubuzu.com. And it's after Valentine's Day. One of my favorite times
0: of the year. I've I've done shows about Jody, shows about shows
1: about again. Hello, my name is Travis, and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar
0: Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. I want to start by thanking all my sponsors, Joyce Asac of Asac Real Estate and Reaper Detailing and Power Washing. Thank you very much for your support. And speaking of supporters, I have Super Savage Salad Dressing, Autumn Coffee, and Kason Shaving Company check out the show links and watch the show for discount codes on their products and thank you again. This is one of my favorite times of year where I get to watch primarily men jump through hoops to affirm their love for their special someone. They'll go to great lengths to make sure they have the right kind of chocolate, the special card, maybe some flowers and a spa treatment everything's all set military guys are sending their their wives and girlfriends love letters and trying to
1: get leave to make sure they to celebrate that special day excuse me but not me because i don't believe in love i don't
0: and this is a point of consternation and debate with some of my friends, close friends, and some of my relatives, but I just don't believe it. And all I do on, on this weekday is offer a story that, while very sad, and, and no one is a winner here, is 100% true.
1: And you tell me, you tell me, if love is real... Okay, so um,
0: again, the story is 100 percent true. It was taken from the Daily Beast and written by Justin If I got that wrong. I'm sorry. I have the link to the story in the Oscar Mike radio show post. You can check out the entire story there.
1: Here we go. Valentine's Day, the hot mess express. So this is an Air Force story, usually uh, these I've done
0: have been primarily Navy, Uh, the first one I did was Navy, uh, some Marine Corps ones in the Army, but this one is Air Force, and as a bonus, this one is a female service member who
1: made some questionable choices, understandably so but made some questionable choices. Anyway, here's a stage,
0: 29-year-old Caitlin Lucille Day, who was an airman first class, it's an E3 at age 29, which would suggest, you know, as, as an E3, you're going to make E3 in, in the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force within your first 12 to 18 months of service, two years tops. So it's highly likely she joined the Air Force when she was 27 max, maybe 26. So an, an older service member, not 17, not 18, not 21 even, but,
1: but north of 25. And she is been sentenced to 10 years
0: for the attempted murder of her husband, a Mr. Tyler Day, who's 28, and I have the link to the Air Force's, um, you know, statement document about, you know, their, the story of this, the position, and the sentence. So the Daily Beast story goes to say that the couple met in the spring of 2017 at an outpatient treatment program in Shreveport, Louisiana. Now, where this happened is a place I'm very familiar with. I've been to Barksdale Air Force several times as a civilian as a kid for the air show and other things. You know, great place if you love aircraft and, you know, the, the 8th Bomb, 8th Strategic Air Command is out of there. Um, as I recall, uh, they have B-52s and A-10s and, you know, the refuelers out of Barksdale. Barksdale's in Boulder City and, you know, I was in Shreveport. So they met at an outpatient treatment program. I I, I don't know if that means, like a, a recovery program, but some kind of program. And then they were married in July. And after they were married, you know, Caitlin does a responsible thing. She adds Tyler as a dependent. And yes, it happens. Female service members get married to men or women now. And they will take out a life insurance policy. It's, for, you know, it's the right thing to do. And then after that's done and the thing, <laughs> the wheels come off. But not in like two years or five years or 10 years. Let's try two weeks, two weeks, two weeks later, she discovers that Tyler is having an affair and his affair partner is pregnant.
1: And just as a bonus, she was also pregnant with his child during all this. So I'm not going to get to the front of the story real, real, you know, right now, but you're a guy screwing around on your fiance.
0: And you essentially have both of them pregnant at the same time.
1: Wow. That's a special kind of low right there. It really is like, 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 like you know, you, Tyler, are, again, a special kind
0: of low. I don't know you, never met you. Um, what happened to you was not right. I'm not gonna say what happened to you was right. Or what was going to happen
1: to you was right, but on the other hand, you're a special kind of low. And Caitlin finds out. Caitlin's crushed. That feeling of betrayal.
0: And I've seen it. Look, um, say what you will, but you know, when I was in you know Yuma, every now and then we'd have a E5, E4, or sometimes even a staff NCO. On a Monday or Tuesday night with a sea bag, coming to the barracks, seeing the duty NCO to get a bed to sleep in while they're trying to figure this out. And generally, you, you know, the, the, that Marine's entire demeanor changes. Sometimes they turn to alcohol and self medicate, sometimes they turn to PT, but they are changed people and changes you. Adultery and infidelity are not victimless crimes by any stretch of the imagination. So Caitlin knows what's going on now. It's pretty evident there. There's no way to hide this. And she's feeling betrayed. She's feeling used. She's feeling all the things a person goes through when they're going through this. And for whatever reason, Caitlin and JM, that was the, other woman or the affair partner, whatever you want to
1: call it, linked up and began to communicate over Facebook messenger. And the group's name was the hot mess express. And they were coming together to talk about their problems with Tyler. And, and, you know, it seems kind of odd to me. I don't know if this happens a lot, but it happened
0: then. And, you know, during that time, the story goes on that Caitlin vocalized her desire to kill Tyler. Not only for what he did to her and the mess that she was in now, but also money was tight. I think in E3, you know, back when I was in E3, it it was like, you know, $1,400 a month. I think it's now a generous $2,100 a month. And if you're not on base housing, um, it is pretty brutal to try to survive anywhere with one income on about $24,000 a year before taxes. It's
1: not a recipe for success. And Caitlin goes on to vocalize this. And
0: not only does she, you know, say this to JM. She also goes to other people to get help to off her then husband. You know, she wanted him gone. There was trouble with getting money. She did not want uh, Tyler to get custody of her child if she were deployed somewhere or if they got divorced because she was in the Air Force. And that happens, by the way. You know, a couple splits up and, you know... If if that, a lot of times it's the wife, they split and she goes back to home and that home is, you know, a thousand miles away, that military service member might get to see his child once,
1: maybe twice a year. And meanwhile, they're paying child support the entire time. So she was, she was upset. And she tried to find different avenues of help. It's all in the article, Right.
0: And so somebody said something to someone because all of a sudden the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, I guess that's like, um, you know, NCIS for the uh, Navy or the, you know, the Marine Corps, started investigating this. And they started building a case. And unbeknownst to Caitlin, they had gotten to JM because, you know, on the Facebook Messenger, there's several entries where. She very clearly lays out that she wants to kill her husband. Now again, I have no love, respect, or admiration for Tyler at all. never will. However, I, I'm very clear about this. When you're in this state, you may want to kill that person. It's a honestly, a normal reaction. But setting up and executing it and playing it are, are wrong, things and i don't care if you're a civilian i don't care if you're military there are other ways to deal with this we'll get back to that in a second and, and so what happens is the 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 air force found out from jm that she was wanting she caitlin was wanting to use fentanyl to spike his energy drinks and post-workout uh drinks with his fentanyl and kill him So the Air Force got with JM. They gave JM a baggie of uh, white stuff. I don't know what was in it. It doesn't really say. And JM gave it to Caitlin with the knowledge that she was going to use it to kill her husband. After that happened, the Air Force got a warrant. They searched Caitlin's house. They found the bag. They, you know, had a, a a lot of discovery actions already taken.
1: They had her, they had her did their rights. There was no denying it. She was was found guilty. She was um,
0: discharged at the lowest rank from the airport air Force, which is an e one. and
1: she is in jail right now, uh, waiting the hearing on her appeal And so, I mean, like a lot of these
0: Jody stories I've done, I call them Jody stories. I mean, These are sad stories, you you know, in in different ways. Like the first one I did was um, this naval submariner and his, you know, ex-wife got divorced. His ex-wife had some abuse problems, you know, convinced the judge that, you know, he was blocking access to his child when he had custody. He's on a submarine in the middle of the Pacific ocean and the judge Oversight, overseeing the case was like, well, he's not here. When he gets to Seattle, we're going to have him arrested for contempt of court, thrown in jail. And the sad thing was that the, 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 the child needed her father to step in and do this. He was working on that while he was serving his country. But also, there was a federal statute that excluded him from this kind of treatment by the court, and the judge completely disregarded it. So my point is, these, these stories are, are on the face sad. These are not happy stories. I'm not happy about this at all. While I might poke fun at the idea of a commercialized day where we're supposed to validate unquantifiable feelings, I mean this really happened. At one point, you know, Caitlin thought she loved this guy and that this guy loved her and found out that that was not the case where the problem was is, is how she dealt with it. And so I tell these stories to, to make people understand that there are some times where, you know, a service member has a PTSD events, not because of combat or anything else, it's, it's stuff like this and it has an effect on people. Civilian or military, by the way, but you know, it's, it's felt more than military because if you get divorced and you have children, you might not see your kid for years. And then when you get out, you've got to go through the entire process again in probate court to see your child
1: when you don't have a lot of money or experience in navigating that, you know, pathway. And, you know, I'll end
0: with this. I always wonder in these kinds of stories, did anyone in her unit know that she was experiencing this? And, And the reason I ask is, you know, I didn't know everybody's business in in my platoon, in my battery. But you had a pretty good idea who was tracking good and who was having a bad time. Whether through poor financial decisions, um, homesickness, alcohol problems. Like you knew who was having problems and who wasn't. You also knew who was messing around their spouse and who wasn't. You just knew. And and sometimes you had to have a talk with that person to understand what's going on in case a small problem became a bigger problem. And I always wondered, did anybody in her unit know? And if they knew, was anything done to try to help Caitlin out? I'm not blaming the Air Force. If she never asked for help, they couldn't give it right. And make no mistake, if she had said, hey, I'm, I'm having this hard time dealing with this. I'm not feeling right. I, I, I'm feeling alone, scared and frustrated and I'm hurt and betrayed. There are programs in place to make sure that service member gets seen by somebody or there's family resources available. And I wish she had taken that path and rebuilt her life and moved on from this instead of taking this this way all kidding aside about Valentine's day and love and all that stuff. I mean, no one wins here. There's no winner here, especially
1: the, the child of Caitlin who's probably going to miss out on the majority of life with, you know, that mother. And, you know, that child's going to be with a father,
0: a father who, you know, for all intents and purposes,
1: just was irresponsible from the outset, at best, and blatantly dishonest and evil at worst. And the other thing, you know, this is all true. This is not me
0: making this up. This is not me a on something that didn't happen or may have happened. It's all true. You can read the Air Force's uh, statement. It's 16 pages long, a lot of legalese, but it it lays it all out. Just Series of poor choices and unfortunate events that lead to this terrible thing. So, again, um, every now and then I find these stories. I'll add this to the Jody series and uh, you can tell me what you think. But it's all true and it's all sad and no one wins. I'm Travis, the host of Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you for listening and watching. And we are Mission in Flight.